Alright guys, here we are back for week six of the Moneyline Podcast. The cold streak continues last week. Got off to a good start with two winning weeks. Since then, three straight losing weeks, two and three last week. Uh, dropping my record to 9-14-2. and two. But I'm speaking it into existence. This is the week we come back. Um, I actually really like the lines this week. I think it's kind of a piss poor slate of NFL games, but I like the lines this week. I think we're coming back to some sense of normalcy after what was the coronavirus start where it was a little wild. I think I look at the lines this week and it's more what you would expect and what I've had success with in the past. A lot of smaller numbers, love smaller numbers. So with that being said, let's go ahead into this week's picks. First one of the week, love the Chicago Bears on the road at Carolina. They're even money uh, as of right now, as of recording this, even money at Carolina. Seeing them favored by one and a half at one point. Seeing them uh, even a two and a half point underdog. This line has fluctuated quite a bit. Not sure when it's going to be a kickoff, but as I'm recording this, it's currently a pick. Chicago at Carolina. Why do I like Chicago? Well, Carolina's defense They've picked up lately, but now they lose K1 short and possibly will also be without Brian Burns. That's two of their three best defensive linemen. Uh, also, Carolina, last three weeks, three wins. Great for them. I think Matt Rule's a really good coach. Their offense coordinator, Joe Brady, I think he's going to get head coaching interviews and ultimately a head coaching job this offseason. But Carolina's beat three pretty poorly coached teams. Dan Quinn, the Falcons, Cliff Kingsbury, and the Cardinals. I think Anthony Lynn's probably not all that good of a coach out with the Los Angeles Chargers, especially when you look at the talent of that roster and how many close games they lose. Uh, Carolina has not beat three really good coach, has beaten three coaches who are not very good. I think Matt Nagy is easily going to be the best coach they've faced since Bruce Arians in week two when they played Tampa Bay. Um, also, Chicago gets some extra prep time coming off of Thursday night. They're going to get to uh, implement more things into the offense with Nick Foles that they weren't probably able to do against Tampa Bay. And Chicago's defense finally believes in his offense. I think this matters. You see the last two years, Chicago defense got really frustrated with Trubisky at quarterback. I think with Foles now having some kind of big play threat, I really think the Chicago defense, and you saw them really pick up their level of play against Tampa. Khalil Mack looked like the best edge rusher in football, which in uh, 2018, that's how he was playing, and the Bears went 12-4. and I like the Bears to win this game 21-17 to at Carolina. Also important, Carolina, the teams they've played, um, the Chargers, the, uh, the Falcons, the Cardinals, these are teams that are not very good defensively, don't have very good defensive efficiency. Three of the bottom 10 teams in the league in terms of defensive efficiency. You look at Chicago, they are really, really, really good on defense with Khalil Mack, with Akeem Hicks, with Eddie Jackson and Kyle Fuller on the back end, with Roquan Smith at linebacker. Chicago has a lot more talent than Carolina in this game, and I love their coach, Matt Nagy, and I think the Bears go ahead. They are 4-1. and one. I see them going to 5-1 and one with a win at Carolina here in Week 6. Now to my second pick of the week. The Washington football team, I'll take them plus two and a half at the New York Giants. Now, the Giants offense looked good last week against the Dallas defense, which is maybe the worst I've ever seen. Got to throw this year's Jets in that conversation as well. The Giants offensive line is also one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. Maybe the worst offensive line per uh, football outsiders. The worst run blocking O-line and a 20th pass blocking O-line and Washington's defensive line with Chase Young and Ryan Kerrigan and Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne. They can really get after you. I don't see the Giants really um, 
Don't see the Giants really being able to block them the entire day. And then, now I know Washington's offense isn't that good. They're starting Kyle Allen now, who's really a backup. And even if they're not starting him, it's going to be Alex Smith, who, what is he after, you know, his major injury? Um, So, even though Washington does not have that talent outside of Terry McLaurin on offense, who do the Giants have on defense that makes you think they're going to stop anybody? I just don't think the Giants are good enough to be a favorite over anyone right now, especially a team in Washington who... Has a good coach in Ron Rivera. They do have a lot of defensive talent, especially up front. And with Washington, I watch them and I can see things that they're good at, like on their defensive line. Their defensive line is really, really good. When I watch the Giants, I don't see a single area where they are a good football team. I think they're just a bad football team all the way around. I think Washington has a better team, and I think they they have the better coach. I don't see how they're an underdog. Take Washington plus two and a half. Home field does not matter. Uh, they go on the road. They pull the mini upset over the New York Giants, 20-14. to 14. All right, now move on to my third pick of the week. Love Tampa Tampa Bay. I was about to call them Tampa Brady. Love Tampa Bay plus one against the Green Bay Packers. Now, Tampa Bay against Chicago uh, on Thursday night didn't look great offensively. This week, they're going to return Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, Leonard Fournette, and to the offense. That's going to help out Tampa Bay quite a bit. And the Bucks lost to Chicago. Watching that game, I thought it was largely due to self-inflicted penalties. A lot of, you know, personal fouls, a lot of procedural penalties, such as illegal formation and false starts, putting them in non-advantageous situations um, against a really good Chicago Bears defense. I think with some extra practice time this week, that is going to... Uh, that is going to change. And then I, with a full complement of weapons, I think Brady's going to be moving up and down the field. The Green Bay defense, they are. They do have some talent. I like their edge rushers, the Smiths, uh, Zadarius and Preston Smith on the edges. I like uh, Jair Alexander at corner. But this is not a defense that's loaded up and down with talent like the Chicago Bears defense or the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is up front. Um... I look at Green Bay, I think they're a solid defensive team, but I think Tampa Bay is really good offensively. They have nobody, Green Bay has nobody like Khalil Mack that's going to be in Brady's face the entire game, the way Mack was for Chicago last Thursday night. I think Brady's going to have time to throw, and he's going to have receivers to hit with Godwin back healthy, Scotty Miller back healthy, Mike Evans getting some extra time after the Thursday night game to get that hamstring right. They did lose O.J. Howard a couple weeks ago, but they still have Cameron Braid and Rob Gronkowski at tight end. Ronald Jones looked, actually looked really, really good against um, – he looked very good against the Bears, and they're going to get Leonard Fournette back. I think you're going to be surprised at how well Tampa Bay is going to be able to run the ball against the Packers. And Tampa is easily the best defense Green Bay has played. I mean, who have the Packers played? They played, um, they played Atlanta – before their bye week. They played Detroit, who's not a very good team. They played the Vikings, who we're seeing right now is just not very good defensively. There's one more game in there I'm missing. They played the Saints, who just let a rookie Justin Herbert light them up on Monday night. So I think this is easily the best defense uh, Green Bay has played in Tampa Bay. I think their offense will slow down a bit, although Aaron Rodgers is playing as at high a level as anyone in the league right now. I like Tampa Bay plus one, winning this game 34-31. to 31. Think they bounce back this week. Brady doesn't lose back-to-back games very often. Like Tampa Bay this week, 34-31 in what could potentially be an NFC title game preview. All right, now let's go to pick number four. And this is my favorite pick of the week. Love San Francisco plus three and a half against Los Angeles. Against the Rams. Now, I know what you're thinking. 49ers looked awful against the Dolphins on Sunday. And they did look bad. Good teams bounce back after bad losses. 
good teams with good coaches. And Kyle Shanahan is a great coach. They bounce back after bad losses. 49ers are going to answer in a big way. Also, the Rams' four wins, they're against the NFC East. The NFC East is terrible. The Cowboys can't play defense. The Giants are devoid of talent. Outside of the defensive line, I don't think Washington has much of anything to offer. And the Eagles are, you know, they're beyond injured right now. How good are the how good are the Rams exactly here? Um, also, for San Francisco, they've gotten lit up the last two weeks by no-name receivers. Um, Richard Sherman, Emmanuel Mosley will be back in the secondary for San Francisco. That's going to help them out quite a bit. And I just want to point this out. Good teams bounce back after bad losses. This is going to be a game. Kyle Shanahan's going to empty the playbook. He knows he needs this win if he wants to have any chance at making the playoffs this year in the NFC. Like the 49ers to win a tight one, 28-27. Love this game at 3.5, getting more than a field goal here for the San Francisco 49ers and for head coach Kyle Shanahan. All right, my last game of the week, the Monday night football game. Love the Cardinals, minus one and a half at Dallas. Now, what do we know about the Dallas Cowboys? They can't stop anybody. The Giants put up 34 points on them last week. The Giants, who have no top-end receiving talent, no running back worth mentioning, and Daniel Jones, who obviously just isn't it at quarterback. They got an offensive line that can't block as well. Dallas can't stop a soul against Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds. That is not going to change. I think Arizona goes up and down the field. They're going to score at will against Dallas. And now, as we all know, Dak Prescott is out for a year. That was a tragic injury for the Dallas Cowboys, a freak play. Um, and we hope that Dak is okay. We hope that Dak ultimately bounces back and gets back on the NFL field again. But the Dallas offensive line, as we're talking about this week, starting Andy Dalton, the Dallas offensive line is not what it was a few years ago, especially at the tackle spot. They are very bad at tackle. Dak Prescott, he is a good athlete. He did a good job of, at times, masking those issues. Andy Dalton, while I don't think he's a bum, I think he's actually quite comparable to Dak in a lot of ways. Andy Dalton is not the athlete that Dak Prescott is, meaning he's not going to be able to escape pressure the way Dak Prescott was able to do so and buy time. If Dalton's first, second read is not there, I don't think Dallas is going to be making plays off the script with Andy Dalton the same way they were with Dak Prescott. And Mike McCarthy, he is very pass-happy. I don't really see him handing the ball off to Zeke Moore. That's just not who he is. Neither team is good defensively in this game. I don't think the Cardinals are um I don't think the Cardinals are very good defensively and they did lose Chandler Jones, who is their best pass rusher. Um and I actually, you know, a couple NFL scouts who say that Vance Joseph, the Cardinals defensive coordinator, might be the worst defensive coordinator in the NFL. But Arizona is far more talented on offense. If I'm going to trust a quarterback in this game, it's Kyler Murray only giving up a point and a half at Dallas where home field is not going to matter. Kyler Murray has also had great success at Jerry World winning uh, three state titles there. I like the Cardinals to win and cover 38-30, to a high-scoring game. I think Andy Dalton put some points on the board. I just don't see, maybe outside of a turnover, don't really see Dallas ever stopping Arizona. All right, that's going to be all I have for you guys this week. None of the college football games really um, really go and catch my eye. As always, bet the over in the Dallas game. That's a guaranteed over hit, especially against Arizona this week. Neither of those teams are going to play much defense. The over was 65. I'd still probably bet the, uh, the Dallas-Arizona over. But this is the week we get back on track. Um, if not, I'll do something on the Right On Sports podcast. But this is the week we get back on track. Um, if you don't already, subscribe to the podcast feed. Listen to the Right on Sports podcast with my partner, Jason Cassera. 
Um, have a great weekend, guys. Appreciate you turn tuning in. Uh, let's make some money this week. Alrighty.